Hi everybody, Cable Smith welcoming each and every one of you into episode 132 of Justified Pursuit. Not to besmirch him in any way, shape, or form, but the good counselor Chisholm Cook riding shotgun as always. How are so you're you not going to call me the gate bitch this morning? Or this no, you're not, not the gate bitch today, but everyone does need a gate bitch, and if this show had one, it would be you. Uh, how are you? For, <laughs> for the term gate technician. Oh, okay. Now, well, after, All right. after your loose tongue last week, I for, for sure thought you preferred gate bit, gate biatch. <clears throat> a little fired up. I think I'm a little less so this week, but we'll see how things unfold. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. All good. You? Good. Good. We just got back from the beach. It was awesome. How was Galveston Beach this year? It's the same as always. A little seaweed, some jellyfish. A little so. seaweed or like knee-high seaweed, like 100 yards wide, like the last time I was at that no, beach. See, I've never experienced that. Really? Just a little it seaweed. Was a, the year that I went, the last time I went when we still lived in the woodlands, locals were like, we've never seen this before. Something was going on that had all the sargassum in the whole gulf, mm. like coming up and washing ashore on Galveston. It was, it was really crazy. Uh, yeah. They were all saying, yeah, this is very abnormal, but... Anyway. We all got tagged by jellyfish the first day. Uh, yeah. Second day, nothing. Third day, nothing. Fourth day, nothing. I think Henry maybe got stung one more time. But the kids have been stung by jellyfish, jellyfish so many times that they don't even get out of the water. They just say, ouch, you got nice. me. So I remember ha- ha- when it happened to me, but I bet I was probably younger than your daughters. Yeah. I was a little bitty, and it was like the end of the world. But the same thing with wasp stings. Like a wasp stings me now, and I'm like, ow. You know, mm-hmm. like, wasp wasp thing hurts man more just than a, a jellyfish. No, man of war. That's different. I've never been stung by a man of war. But oh, um, my, my wife's friends met us there. They live in Houston. Uh, her high school friend and her husband and their three kids. They came for a day, and they were telling me the story of they were at Cinnamon Shore. That's like in what Alabama or something. And oh, maybe it's in Texas. I don't know. Never been there. Anyway, there's a development down down on Mustang Island called Cinnamon Shores. Maybe that's it. That's probably it. But uh, the, the one of the, their friend's daughter got stung by a man of war, and when she came out of the water, the tentacles were stuck to her leg. Yeah, Not, the the body wasn't. The tentacles were. And like a week later, it looked like she still had third degree burns on her, and she was screaming and crying, and it was like all the way down her leg. So that now that's not what we were getting stung by, obviously. Yeah, I don't. So I don't know. Man of wars are like darker, like purplish, blackish in color. Oh yeah. That's what are these? Color. So I mean, I so probably saw the, what, three. What did the ones that were stinging y'all look like? Well, I don't know. I never, I never saw the one that stung me. But the ones that we, the kids were picking up out of the sand with a shovel, were about the size of a quarter to a half dollar, and they were greenish in color. And the tentacles were only like an inch long. They were tiny little things. Okay. But they were they were there. But then when we were fishing, we went fishing one day, probably saw two or three other species that were more like the clear translucent. Like cabbage heads. Yeah. We saw a cabbage head. Yeah. 
Let me tell you about the fishing though. Sucks. Oh yeah. We caught four keeper that. trout. Going fishing this weekend. Four keeper trout. The wind was blowing out of the west. The water was all turned up. Yeah. And uh oh, west, huh? It was coming out of the west. Yeah. Hmm. And uh anyway, we Which got back a, to the yeah. Long to the uh it always I get so turned around when I'm in Galveston because mm-hmm. For me, the Texas coast runs north and south, mm-hmm. but when you're up there, it runs east to west, and I right. get like totally foobar. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, I was saying we were all feeling bad for ourselves. I we caught a couple little sharks, you know, the, always the hard heads and whatnot. One of them caught a ladyfish, but only the four keeper. Those are always I'm fun. Like, I'm like, eh, this kind of it was kind of a beating, you know. We get back though, and there is a guide cleaning one fish for his three clients, and he's he's like, "Oh, y'all got four. He's like, "You did better than ninety percent of us. Today was terrible." So that helps, kind of put it all put all into perspective. Yeah. yeah, the kids were troopers. You know, Henry and I went catching on our striper trip last week. This was fishing, and it was tough. And the kids hung in there. Uh, Stella caught the biggest trout, the first fish of the day. She got the most fish. Um, but yeah. It was fun. Always is. I will be in Matagorda this weekend with a mutual friend of ours. Uh, really good guide. Better overall fishery. New mm. moon. So oh, you'll, got, you'll do fine. I've got high hopes. Uh, same thing we fished last summer tournament. Big Texas Oilman's tournament. Uh, except we were on a full moon last year. We still did a nice, you know, still had a nice two-day run. But the bite was just so finicky. Like when I used to fish all the time when we before Ashley and I moved to Round Rock and I was fishing almost every weekend, mm-hmm. I got to where you know I could play with a single trout for 15 minutes and finally get them to bite it. Uh, you got to be that's a skill, it has to get can get rusty. Are you guys gonna? Be, we were using croakers, is that what you're oh, yeah, yeah, yeah we're, yeah. we're so this is the only time every year that. Uh, said mutual friend is willing to throw live bait. <laughs> Good uh, luck, Ty. Perfect. That's why he invited me. It's not Ty. It's <laughs> Keith, actually. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good luck, Keith. Yeah. I don't mind drowning bait, especially when you're taking kids. There will be no kids involved in this one. I'm not sure why he makes this particular. Uh, well, because it. So there's actually two tournaments. It's kind of an interesting deal, but. So you know he's in the oil and gas business, and the Texas Women's Tournaments tournament's been going on forever out of port o'connor and it's a big one but then this local fishing and hunting lodge started their own small little boutique tournament where all their guides guide clients there's only like eight or ten boats and i don't think the oilman's lets you fish bait and the other one does so it's kind of like you can either fish bait or you can get your ass kicked mm-hmm. so for whatever reason, that's the tournament we fish, but we hang out at the Oldman tournament at night. Hmm. So anyway, it's cool lodge. Uh, when, and when is that? Uh, this weekend. And then you're going, when you guys are going to the river next week. Yeah. Leave so, Wednesday evening next well, week. Well, we have next a show week. next week. We'll have to get it in before Wednesday. After, uh, yeah, well, Wednesday. Aaron and I are leaving for a little, her birthday trip on Monday. No, Tuesday. We leave Tuesday. We could tape Monday. And we'll figure it out off the air. Uh, let's start with a little low-hanging fruit, Chisholm. A... Biden's senile and... No, no, no. Dementia? Oh. 
Oh, well, I mean, that's the lowest of low, but I was more... Uh, Pretty much all there is to say about it, too. Talking about the biological man that was named Miss Netherlands, the beauty pageant this week. The, the dude, by the way, because it's a dude, has worse horse face than Hillary Swank. Yeah, I think I saw a picture of... Big old buck teeth. Yeah, not good. But uh, his name is Ricky Valerie Cole, and he will represent the Dutch at the annual Miss Universe pageant later this year in El Salvador. Gross. Gross. The the, the Miss Universe pageant owned by one Donald J. Trump, who Ron DeSantis. No. Yeah. No. No. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Not anymore. There's more. Be, right? There's more to that story, Chisholm, which is why it will all make sense to you when I put this bow on it. Because in 2022, Donald Trump sold the rights to the Miss Universe pageant. To well, he's Warren. on record having said prior to that that he would let trannies into his pageants, but whatever. Well, he didn't. But who did is Anne Jagarushatip, also a tranny. Who bought the rights in 2022? <laughs> and is a boy that is confused in life. Yeah. Well, good luck. Men just want to dominate everything. Men had everything for so long. And then we justifiably said here, women, you're equal to us. You can have your slice of pie. And then we're like, no, actually, we're going to take that pie back now. So suck it, literally, is what we're saying to them. And they're going along with it. Dude, that's the most ridiculous thing is that they're going along with it. Stand up for yourselves, ladies. Stand up for yourselves. That's, I mean, I was going to say one thing that's sort of. Uh, it's the ones that don't have kids hard for me is wanting. like if all these it, this is being pushed so heavily by woke women yeah if they're if, i mean hell i guess if this is what they want whatever dude purple haired see you next tuesdays yeah that and you know white overeducated karens mm-hmm. yep karens that's what they are yeah good people <clears throat> i didn't tell you about this but I did send you the link to it. I don't know if you read it or not. Did you know that Planned Parenthood? Did you know Planned Parenthood was handing out X-rated content to fourteen and fifteen year old, fourteen and fifteen year old kids? Uh, I have to question the validity of the actual like imagery that was provided. Like, I don't know the context of that. I don't know what that Instagram page is all about. But I'm not surprised. I mean, there's no doubt that they're providing age inappropriate content i mean they're providing abortions to children so what the hell like yes dude they're they're promote they're basically recruiting their next uh clientele felching and snowballing are you familiar with uh, these see things? that's the stuff i'm like dude what i don't know about all that y'all can look it up we won't go into that but it's pretty gross and graphic if this is uh true i don't no, know i have questions uh, i have questions and, and and i don't have the uh interest desire or curiosity to answer them live so action instagram is where i found questions. it and they have uh 600,000 followers it wouldn't surprise me i mean they've been they selling baby that. parts for decades so they've done worse yeah that's true i mean like it's planned parenthood it's the most evil sadistic satanic demonic 
outfit ever that was founded by a known eugenicist, as we've well documented. So, mm -hmm. I mean, maybe that post isn't fully accurate, but there's probably some, there's probably a little flame behind that smoke. Yeah. Uh, follow up on uh, Hunter's blow on the white in the White House. Yeah. So, how many how many times has the location changed? Three, I think. I think we're at three. Bonchino was in the has, library, then it was in yeah. the West Wing and a cubicle. Then it's is it back in the library? Where's the most recent? I, I don't know. All I know is uh, Bongino was pretty clear on like what level of security one must go through to get into yeah. the. If you're thinking about places with pretty strict security, the White House has to be damn near the top of the list. And so to get blow into that thing, uh, he said the only way that would be possible is for family members who just get to bypass the security checkpoints. Because I mean, that's what he says, but a little bitty, like, piece of an eight ball in your pocket. Like, what? Do you think it was just a little bitty eight ball? That's just what they found. It was described as the size of a dime. Well, that's what was left. Which is plenty of coke. Well, we know that Hunter is a pretty, he's, you know. I mean, I would imagine he's, he's professional. Dialed back. Hey, first of all, he's doing coke instead of crack now, so that's. I mean, he's. It's an improvement. I'm sure he's cut back. <laughs> did Did you see the video? He looks. I'm doing 170 cracked out. <laughs> no, the video of him at the White House at some gala the other day, and no, I haven't seen it. I mean, I know he was there. Dude, he's there, and he's he looks all greasy, and he's just twitchy, and then. He's he's behind Jill for a split second, and you can see his hand just go up to his nose, and he turns his head, and then but you can't tell what he was doing, but it totally looked like he was taking a bump right there. I wouldn't doubt it, did he? So I was listening to somebody the other day. They were saying that Doctor Drew Pinsky has explained, I guess, numerous times because he does a lot of drug rehab counseling. Which, by the way, if you haven't paid any attention to Doctor Drew since the Loveline days. He's awesome and base AF. Uh, I think that's the first time I've ever used base. But anyway, or based? Is there a D on it? It's or base? Yeah, based. Based me. It based is uh, what the uh, wokesters would put quotation marks around for right wing extremist. If you're based, right. <laughs> right. and for us it means unwoke. <clears throat> so you love your family and think that boys are boys and girls are girls and right. maybe read the Bible once in a while. You're yeah. you're based. based, super based. Oh, and that the CIA and the FBI are out to get us all. Mm. Don't forget that. Uh, so apparently he says of all the different addicts that he has treated, he's like, if there's one drug that from one hit can change your brain permanently and forever and make you irretrievably broken. It's crack. Hmm. Like, huh. like from an addiction standpoint or what? Yeah, I mean, I think I, so I didn't listen to it firsthand. This was somebody else talking about having heard Drew talk about it. But I got the sense it was like, yeah, first of all, you're chasing that for the rest of your life. But if you think about it, if you got a demon with its hooks like that in you, it changes your actual persona, right? Like if you if one hit of something can make you a fiend, a crackhead. Right, mm -hmm. make you a crackhead, then a lot of bad things come with that. Right, a lot of. Have you ever seen that picture of the dude's teeth, man? Yeah, his teeth are just like fragmented shards before he gets all those 
uh, veneers put on. Like, does it not tell you what kind of a parent Joe and Jill are? Dude, this is a a man that's had every had... opportunity to succeed in life, and he has flushed it down the toilet at each turn. He's been turned out by his old man to be the damn family prostitute for three decades, bro. Yeah. His bad parenting started as a little bitty baby and has continued till to now. And, you know, what about Sister Ashley and her diary? Mm-hmm. Have we ever even talked about that? How her dad, how Joe would come in in the middle of the night and, like, do inappropriate stuff? Or that he would just come in in the middle of the night? I don't even remember that part. The biggest claim I've ever heard from it is that she showered with him, quote, well past, yeah, well past the age where she felt comfortable and appropriate with it. Maybe that's what it was. That's even yeah. worse. That's just yeah. gross. This is a diary that got left at a friend of hers house in Florida that the friggin' FBI sent a team to confiscate. Mm-hmm. Seems like they went way out of the way for a to contain a fraudulent nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they raided James O'Keefe's house over that thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> James O'Keefe, the Bad uh, founder of, uh, what is it? Uh, the newest is uh, <laughs> OMG, O'Keefe Media Group, but the original outfit was Project Veritas. That's right. Is that still kicked- around? Yeah, their board of directors kicked him out, fired him as, as CEO. Um, so he immediately turned around and started O'Keefe Media Group and doesn't have a board anymore. And all the many, many millions of dollars in donations that he used to get for, they're going to have to. Dude, it's amazing how these. Man, I guess if you think about it. If the deep state is out to get you, they're going to find something you don't want people to know about, right? Like, Mm. they're going to find something. If they can monitor your everything you've ever put on the internet, you know, looked up on the internet, whatever, dude. Like, there's something in a lifetime that you're like, yeah, I don't necessarily. Right. So I guess that's how they do it. But it's like... it was something probably that you said. So the, the goalposts keep moving, though. It was When you said it at the time, it was probably fine. But now, it's probably not. Oh, I sent some emails back in the old listserv days uh, that were all completely in the interest of humoring a bunch of dudes. Like when Trudeau I did would, blackface, it was probably not that big of a deal. I would not want made very public, especially to my employer, I guess. Yeah. Eh, my employer. I don't know that there was anything I, they could ever get too upset about, but eh, come to think of it, I don't know. I remember those emails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, no. But that's the that's the crazy part about cancel culture, though, is they can find something you said twenty years ago and cancel you for it today, even though I'm it doesn't about- mean the same thing that. It mean it meant then, like when we were kids, you could say faggot. Can't say that anymore, right? I'm I'm talking like browser history too, right? Like, thankfully, I don't look at pornography anymore. But my guess is, just about every 
guy that's ever been online that has accidentally found themselves into porn has accidentally found themselves on some questionable tabs on Pornhub. Right. And do you think the government has records of all that? Uh, I know that they, it's entirely possible that they could. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know if the whole so internet gets when back I run up, for but I know political if they're watching office, you, they can. If I run for political office someday, I think I'll just delete all my social media accounts. But bye. Not for the kind of office you're going to run for. <laughs> my the whole point in all of that is how do you get the board of Project Veritas, which was started and basically wholly funded by James O'Keefe, to fire the Golden Goose? Speak, you know, like. That dude was out making million dollar donation deals on a weekly basis. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, you're no longer welcome here. So he's like, oh, okay, I wonder well, how that relationship works Right. I mean, the, the allegations is basically that he had some woke moles ferret their way into his board. Either they were woke when they got there. or My point is, it seems to me that somebody got a hold of members of his board and convince them to do this, right? Mm-hmm. Some spooky spooks were like, hey, be a real shame if XYZ came out about you. Why don't you make sure to get rid of this guy? I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. He did admit that he's kind of a dick to work for. So maybe it was just that. Maybe it was just people who were dumb and didn't realize that they wouldn't have a business without him. That's the that's the thing though is these guys that create businesses and then you you know you have to get investors and then that means you have a board and then the board can run you off. My friend Baker Levitt that was just in here who I've told you about, uh, just very well connected in the outdoor community, is part owner of Killcliff and Todd uh, Ehrlich founded Killcliff in 2010 or 11, and then by 2015 they had taken it to a 15 million dollar a year company. And we're getting, they, they got, he called them Yankee bastard investors. And they, uh, they wanted to change things. And he's like, they changed our culture and our community and that destroyed the company. And so then six years later, they begged him to come back and he got complete control of it. I think they ended up buying those people out and now they have control over the company again. It was like, well, you kill, he said culture and community multiple times. He's like, if you kill those two things and the company becomes not fun to work with and you don't have guys going out for drinks um and you know hanging out at the bar and getting to know each other it's 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 not a place people want to work and then production goes down and so he said they're older and wiser now and but i think that's the same thing with any company once you take people's money everything changes yeah yeah, like uh-huh. I said, he did admit to being a real tyrant. So maybe it was just that. But mm-hmm. it sure seems to me that somebody who didn't like all the truth bombs that they were letting out, maybe from like Pfizer's corporate security team, mm-hmm. rang up the members of that board and was like, hey, remember that one night stand you had when you were 20 or whatever the hell? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. <sighs> um, all right, so it was definitely Hunter's cocaine. I think we all agree to that. 
Yeah, that dude's uh, impeach, uh, unimpeachable. Like his character is beyond reproach. And, in other words, it's in such a disastrous state of chaos that it cannot be, it can't even really be spoken to. Like you'll never actually, you know, you, there's, you couldn't get Hunter to roll over because he's like, what are you going to do? I documented it all in my laptop. Pictures of me with my nieces and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So you've heard, though, what kind of twist his sicko is he? That he felt the need to take so many photographs and videos of himself smoking crack with prostitutes. Like I said, dude, there's supposedly pictures on that laptop of like his 15 year old niece, dude, and like her bra and panties. Like it's bad <sighs> stuff. Why are you taking those pictures, Hunter? What the hell is wrong with you? Mm. Why, why do you have pictures of your half naked niece in general? But why are you, you taking pictures? Oh, I know why. Uh, because. He's probably You're a pedder ass too. Effed up degenerate. And it sounds like his dad is a pedder ass based off of the diary of his daughter. He likes to sniff hair, sniff kids' hair, and let little boys at the pool play with his leg hairs. God, These are all things he's said and done bastard. repeatedly. Yeah. But Man, so, we should. So pivot. Hunter has a. Pivot. Let's pivot. We're in a weird. Hunter room. has a, a illegitimate daughter too that the Bidens try to distance from like, pretend yeah. like she doesn't exist her name is navy they even got the, with a hook they've even got the new york times up in arms about that i'm telling you man there is a plot afoot you, you have to see that they're they're taking they're sabotaging him now right like, okay so let's go to where our, our we actually did do a little bit of a show planning text today which is more than usually i just have it all written out in the run we sheet. actually did and yet here we are just rambling aimlessly about the cia <laughs> so, digging up dirt about your one night stands and you know that's okay uh cancelable things you've said in public or in an email or whatever anyone that's listened to m multiple episodes of the show know that there's there are times for rambling uh but getting us back on track this leads us straight into what was on the show notes um which was the cocaine and then also rfk and uh, rfk jr in your hypothesis on what's going on there because i got to tell you having talked to my woke family members they're not on board with what you're saying was that just this past weekend while we were, were they in galveston with you no they weren't this was well, uh two weeks ago they what do they not like a, my, what do my they brother and wife came over for we went and had uh sushi and then had some drinks so they just spent the night here and that came up and then i was emailing with my sister and she's way hung up on the vaccine stuff uh so she still buys yeah. those vaccines no she wasn't down with the stuff he was saying i don't, I don't think she's taking the vaccine the boosters but i think she was saying that the stuff he was claiming about vaccines to be untrue so about covid in particular or vaccines in general like the autism and all that stuff uh, I don't have to look up the email. Either way, okay. either, either way, way, they weren't impressed. Right. And what is your woke brothers Same take thing. on? They just indifferent. Like, eh, not. They they're they're not. They don't think he's much. I don't. But they have. Do to, they know anything they he's have... ever said other than the vaccine stuff, or any of the work he's done as an environmental, like, super warrior? But they or... have to know they can't run Biden again. So what is their other option, Michelle? So I'm saying, <clears throat> so 
All right. First of all, are we in full agreement that even the left is now deliberately undermining Joe? And it seems to me like their objective is to get him to step down from running again. Something to that effect. I think that they will kill him before they let him run again. Okay, cool. So we're on the same page. There's just no way, dude. There's as no, proof. He is going were... to go down as the worst president in the history of this country, unequivocally, and the most corrupt. There's just... there's what is Yeah, one but that's thing not what they're done. trying to take him out. None of that, like, uh, the corruption thing... There's just too much. Like, he should have been... They knew about that. They knew ago. damn good and well about the corruption thing. It's the fact that he can't complete sentences that's gotta have he can't cover his own tracks is the thing he's just mush brain right he's slipping way too badly can't cover not just his tracks all of their tracks he's a liability for all of them now right he's a liability from last week where he's looking around you know like he does when he's on stage because he doesn't never know where to go and he grabs kamala's hand because he thinks kamala's jill and it wasn't just like a we lift our hands up for american pride it was he was just holding hands with her Because she was standing next to him and he just thought it was Jill. You see it's, it's, his... this, is, this is a real video, but I, it sounds so outlandish, but then there's one of these a week from him where he just gets lost on stage or he falls up the stairs. You know, whatever it is. He's, he's... his rough, rough visit with King Charles. Another one where he was just like lost and King Charles is like, what's wrong with this idiot? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently on multiple occasions he was not just lost, but like there was one moment where he like walked out in front of the king and was just like walking off from him, basically, which is like a huge, you know, state dignitary faux pas to walk in front of any counter, you know, like 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 counterpart like that, but let alone royalty, right? Like you're just a break, walk. dude. The king should be bowing to the president of the United States. We, I mean, we save their asses. They don't. Right, but I'm just saying the king doesn't really have any power. The president actually does. I think the king's not the king's a figurehead. I think the king's nothing, dude. You need to listen to some more facts, brother. I think that the king, I think that the British crown has way more stroke and authority in this world than you have any clue. Well, they don't have more than the president of the United States. You know how much more money he's got than the president of the United States? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yes, it absolutely does matter, dude. Okay. What runs the the world? Authority to what runs the world? Elected politicians or cash? Who is the only one? What runs the world? Drop the nuclear bombs. Was it a king or was it a president? Who do you think funds the freaking bombs, dude? And the decisions to blow those bombs up. What runs? Answer my question. What runs the world? Elected politicians, money and power, cash that gets them elected, money and power. That's right. That's right. Hmm. The prime minister so you has think to that go. The freaking king of England, who's just a figurehead, has more power than the president of the United States. He's a figure ahead of wealth that we don't even have a ability to quantify. But he's also not just the king of England, dude. He's the king of Australia and Canada, too, and New Zealand, and like three or four other massive Western countries. You think Canadians really give a crap about the king of England? He is still their monarch. They don't care. Dude, it's the money. It's the money. It's the money and the fact that they don't sweat. <laughs> which king charles has said he does not sweat he's said that it's on television i think it was charles might have been his derelict brother who was hanging out on epstein's island but either way i learned something interesting about my mother-in-law this weekend that she's never worn deodorant in her life because she doesn't sweat 
<gasps> so your kids are half let half reptile or like not, not half or like a quarter yeah does your wife sweat yeah but your mother-in-law doesn't sweat it, at all let me ask you this is a weird question wow. but i don't care this does is she have royal show. bloodlines that you're not aware of what's, uh, her maiden, what's her maiden name when your wife is sweating turn on or no because totally. i'll watch my my wife on the peloton and she'll just have a sports bra on and i'm like damn yeah and then, but love it. but last night they came to my soccer game and i was all sweaty and i took my shirt on af- afterwards and she's like get away from me like what? yeah apparently Where, it doesn't work both what, ways. what's the deal here like is, do i not look good here i'm sweating not only is it attractive hard. looking but the the way she smells after she's got a good sweat on is like lots of pheromones yeah yeah okay i've got to be think, honest with you i think most men are probably i'd re- much so. rather i'd re- much rather uh be intimate with her after a nice shower yeah um, for sure but i like the look and smell of it yeah men are just we're just gross <laughs> like that i guess pretty gross <laughs> yeah write us an email if you agree or disagree sweat or no turn on yeah, it's a turn We're on. so far off the rails today. That gives a damn. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. So, the king of England doesn't sweat like my mother-in-law. And so, right. and so, he has more power than the president. Yeah, I think he does. Do you think? I think he does, but they, like it's not apparent, obvious from the outside looking in power. It's behind the scenes manipulation power. It's, it's... You know, the kind of power that the wealthiest dozen or so families on the planet wield. Nobody ever gets to see, but it's happening. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm. The main point in all that was Joe was lost as hell wandering around with the King of England the other day. Because he's a vegetable. Do you think so? Getting back to the the point point of shitting himself in front of all of us. So he. We all agree that between the New York Times making a huge deal about the fact that they're not acknowledging poor little Navy Hunter's uh, illegitimate uh, love child with a stripper, um, the big deal being made of the drug problems and the drugs being found at the White House, um, the media actually starting to cover speaking meaning like cbs abc nbc the major news networks actually starting to cover the whistleblower from the irs explaining uh hunter biden's shady business dealings etc etc like they're finally starting to put the wheels in motion to replace him so they either get him to step down um or they you know Cut off because there's nothing they can say. All of the shady stuff is that's the most ridiculous part of the whole deal, Jism, is that all the shady dealings are public knowledge and nothing's happened to him. So what can they possibly what dirt could they possibly have on him that's gonna change anything? Nothing. There's nothing. His son's a crackhead. His granddaughter's an illegitimate bastard to a stripper. We know about his corruption in as far as taking money from foreign entities. We know about the colluding with uh big tech. To steal the last election. The list goes on and on and on. There's nothing else that we could, there's no other dirt they could have on him that's going to make it any different. So they're either going to have to off him or what? I mean, or he just, or he dies on natural causes. I, dude, I don't, I think you're wrong. The, the, it's not, 
half of the country, including our woke Ken, don't believe any of that stuff's real. So all they have to do is throw the he, change the narrative. Does believe switch. that they that they colluded with big tech and that they stole the election? He, he does he believe that J- does he believe that Hunter and Joe Biden were taking money from foreign adversaries for decades, including no, while pro, he was vice president? He's pro Ukraine war, and he's like we're doing our. What I'm saying Ukraine's fighting Russia for us. That's his uh, take on it. All that they have to do is have Facebook and Twitter, and the New York Times and the Washington Post start actually acknowledging that everything that the right has thought was true has been claiming was actually true for a long time. Right. And everybody who's denying it right now will be like, Oh, it's true. Well, I don't like him. Right. And then they can basically say, look, you can't win. You're going to sink the party. You can either bow out. I... The cleanest way would be just to whack them all. But it's been a while since they were that brazen. Uh, either way, they can't let him run again. It's a disaster. Mm-hmm. It's a disaster of most epic proportions. So the point is, who do they get to run instead? They would have, in my honest opinion, dude, I've said this since he got elected. If it weren't for the fact that they hand-selected the most dingbat, dipshit, cluster F, brain-dead, Marxist moron in the history of this country to run with him, the one who couldn't even get 1% of the black vote despite claiming to be a black person in the Iowa caucuses in 2020 to be his running mate. If if they hadn't made that bonehead decision and then watched her destroy herself over and over and over again during that first year, I think she'd already be president. I think they were angling to take him down with Afghanistan, and then they were like, oh, shit, we can't give it to her. Hmm. She is actually worse than the guy with dementia. Just <laughs> shocking. So now what do we do, right? It's, it's regroup time. Plan B or C or D. And you're, that's where you think RFK Jr. slides in. Yeah, they can't let him run again. They can't let her run again. So they got to make some move, whether they force him to retire or whack him or both or just give him a stroke and make him a vegetable. I really think that all they have to do is take him off whatever drugs are propping him up. I don't even think they actually have to like intervene as much as just stop intervening and he'll be in co- completely incapacitated. Does he wear a diaper? Oh, you know he wears a diaper. Dude. Yes. So ridiculous. He shit his pants on the first trip to Europe. Look at the way he walks. <laughs> he walks around like Beavis when Beavis is playing Cornholio. Shuffle <laughs> steps with his arms out. Anyway. So we got this RFK thing going on, right? And RFK is saying all the things all the things that the truly awake middle of the country, left of center and right of center, have been saying uh, since at least 2016 about the CIA and about foreign wars and about, you know, there's plenty of people who still haven't been uh, been willing to say it out loud who know this vaccine thing for the COVID stuff was a complete crock of crap. You know, John Stewart already gave the left permission to point out that, hey, it sure seems weird that this thing came from a place that has a lab that actually manipulates exactly this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's talking about that. He's basically like I told you in the text, he's Trump, but he calls himself a Democrat, but he, he really does like hold all the same yeah. populist positions, 
The only difference is he calls himself a Democrat. The only difference is he still believes in this shining city on a hill that like somehow, despite the fact that the FDA and the CDC and the CIA and the FBI and the IRS and et cetera, are all now the most corrupt, you know, gangster mob organizations in the world. He thinks that if we just clear house and hire like nicer people, I guess, that we can have a really functional big government, which is where my line with him stands. I'm like, hey, dude. Why do you think that you can resurrect? Government's always been the problem, bro. It's always your your uncle's speech about ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. Sounds great until Pfizer starts offering big bucks to get their stuff approved, right? But anyway, so he's he's running as a Democrat. He's got he's legitimately American royalty, right? Mm-hmm. The Bushes and the Kennedys are, and the Clintons now, are American royalty. So, just like I said with regard to that switch being flipped about about Joe Biden, all that you have to do is start acknowledging if you're the Washington Times, the New York, I mean Washington Post, New York Times, Facebook, Twitter, etc., start. Stop flagging things as mis-disinformation and be like, uh, actually, that's true. With RFK, all you have to do is be like, you know, he has some points. And we probably need to reform the FBI a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have- will, will... So if they just Traditional that- conservatives that are more in the middle vote for him. Is that their play? Is that their 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 hope that hey maybe we can pilfer five to seven percent of the middle? That I think he would dominate the independent vote. And that's is it enough about. to win? The because independent a- vote's always where the elections won. Whichever direction the independent vote swings wins the election. You think because so? And, and registered I think Democrats right are because... like thirty-five to forty percent, and registered Republicans are thirty-five to forty percent. It's the big middle, the people who don't align with either party, who think both parties are corrupt as hell. Right? They're the ones that swing elections. Period. End of story. Here's that's... here's my problem with him though: is he's anti-gun, and that's where I'm just like, eh, not going to vote for him. I agree. I'm not sitting here saying we should vote for him. My premise, as you know, is I think. There's a chance. I'm not saying this is a big probability, but there's a chance that they're going to look around and say, maybe they already have. Dude, I'm so damn down the rabbit hole on conspiracies. I could, it would take nothing to, to, like, I'm already halfway convinced that RFK is already having talks with whoever's actually running the show inside the deep state. And it's like, hey, here's how we're going to work this. I'm going to point out that you guys killed my uncle and my dad. Because like everybody already knows it anyway. I'm going to kind of make you guys out to be the bad guy. And y'all are going to help me get elected. And then we'll pretend to slap you on the hand like the church commission did back in the 70s. And let y'all kind of go back underground to continue corrupting governments of the world. And, you know, executing, you know, color revolutions and coup d'etats. And, you know, just stop talking about it as much. And, you know, maybe not do it like so visibly here in our own country uh, for a couple decades. Um, at least not so visibly. And you guys can keep getting funded to the tunes of hundreds of billions of dollars a year. And we'll get you all out of the paper and we'll pretend like we cleaned everything up. And I've got name recognition and I'm not horribly, horribly corrupt, or at least that we know of, like this 
Listening to him on no, Rogan makes me think that the dude generally wants to help people. Two things can be true at once, dude. You can want to help people and also be willing to game the system. Do you think that... If he just got the CIA to stop being... If he got these deep state agencies to stop being so overtly corrupt where they rub our noses in it, he would be helping people. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be the house cleaning, you know, burn it to the ground like situation that we might want to see, but you're not getting that from Trump either, bro. Like, no way. And anybody who thinks you are is a moron. I hear so many people like, He's going to go in voice, and he's though. so mad. He's so mad about what they've done to him. He's going to go in this time. He's going to drain the swamp. Oh, yeah, this time you think? Hmm. Yeah, we'll I do see. think oh, two things can be true at once. Like you just said, I do think he's pissed. I think he's been on it the whole time. I told you that. Uh, that's what you've said, but I he called this shot, dude. He was saying in September of 2020, here's how it's going to play out. I'm going to. They're gonna ma- they're gonna manufacture a massive lead with mail-in ballots that they're not gonna count until after the election. And on election day, it's gonna look like I'm winning. And then the next day, we're gonna wake up and I'm losing. And then it happened. And so did Fareed Zakaria from CNN. He was on tape saying exactly that on their news channel in like late September, early October of 2020. They told us what would happen. And then in February of 2021, they confirmed it all in Molly Ball's uh, what was it? Time Magazine article where she was like, yeah, it was a big rig job. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't I don't know if people can get past his voice. He's so scratchy and high-pitched. I used to think not. But then we elected a dementia patient. Then we elected a stroke victim in Pennsylvania. We elected Donald Trump. Like, is his voice really? Like, of all the things that we have seen happen, in the last decade, is his screechy voice really that big of a turnoff? I mean, it doesn't go with the physique of a 69-year-old jack dude. It, that's the thing. He's got that counterbalance, kind of dude. He's got that counterbalance. So think of it, dude. You got to think of it in terms of comic books, right? Because that's what we're really watching. We're watching basically, we're watching the Avengers play out before our eyes, right? Mm. He's got a superhero's body and brain and but his his major weakness his achilles heel is this impossible to listen to voice which is good because <laughs> all they want him to do is get elected and then shut up and let them run amok in behind the scenes quietly mm. yep i listened to the uh this is my way out of left field uh uh take on 2024 is it they're going to go ahead and pivot right towards RFK. They're going to make Joe Biden go away one, one, one way or another. And they're going to be like, all right, RFK is right. It's time to clean house. We're going to fix it all. He's our man. And he would I'm get gonna, elected. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I do not think they're going to do that. I think they're going to run Gavin Newsom or Michelle. No. I think so. No. Okay. Well, those are my two horses. And with I'm going to put Michelle ahead because California is just such a dumpster fire. Uh, Gavin is good looking though, and he doesn't sound like screechy voice. So he at least has that going for him. He's also not in his 70s, which for me, it would be like 75 years old or younger, you can't run. It's just, it's just black and white. We don't need to have, we don't need to put ourselves in this position of potentially. I don't think Gavin actually, Newsom stands, I don't think Gavin Newsom stands a chance with independence. I think he would get 100% of the dedicated Democrat vote. 
and lose the independent vote 65 to 35. Because independents are paying attention and they know what's up. And they know that California lost congressional seats for the first time ever because of what a dumpster fire that state is under his leadership. And oh, and he ran San having, Francisco before that. And and they had a, uh, for the first time ever under his leadership, had a negative population growth. So I just said they lost congressional seats. That's what I mean. Yeah. They're losing seats in the House of Representatives. I thought you meant that we, well, I didn't, I didn't know you meant lost. No, sorry. Yeah. They, they're, they're right. The census, seats. they're reducing their population, which caused them to lose actual yeah. seats, not like the Democrats lost seats. Like they I, lost the state lost seats. Well, they did both because they also lost seats. No, they did. Republicans took them. Um, right. I listened to the Ice Cube, Rogan. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you, I was I was driving back from Galveston, listening to it yesterday, and it was two hours and thirty minutes, give or take. It wasn't until the last five minutes where I was like, "There's the payoff." And I was kind of disappointed. It was mostly like his basketball league, hip hop history. Like it, it was entertaining, I guess, but I was like waiting for the meat on the bone of like, well, how does this apply to our show? And then boom, there it was. Wow, it was a lot to listen to for that. But um, I was, you know what I was expecting when you told me I had to listen to this? I was expecting for him to say, all right, my black brothers and sisters, these Democrats don't care about you. Go vote, go vote conservative. That's, that's what I was expecting. More something like that. Because he has said, and, and he did go to, uh, like the Democrats wouldn't listen he to him. Some so he, of them. he met with Trump, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, that's what he was saying before the election. Yeah, yeah. That's more what I was expecting, but it it took a totally different tone. And Joe asked him, like, you know, you seem to be a good person. And 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 if you listen to it, Cube even, I, I he's I don't think he's really a gangster. I think he made millions of dollars singing gang, gangster rap. Right. But I'm I'm not saying he didn't grow up hard. He grew up in Compton. But right. I, yeah, he was around some stuff. Yeah, but he had a but, dad at home that was yes. steering him in the right direction. Yeah. I remember and, when he and, but mentions he even, how he dropped out of he dropped out of NWA and went back to school. Yeah. But that was the thing that became apparent about NWA is they were doing a bit. And then the bit caught on. And that's like how the hardest of hardcore gangster rap evolved. Was yeah. like they and he thought that their music was going to be like a novelty thing that you would find in like by Weird Al Yankovic's records, you know, like right. in the bargain bin. Or at the back of the thing. And then he was like, and then they started, every record store was giving us the, the you know, top real estate on, you know, the, the first row and promoting us, putting posters up. And then it blew up. And then we were like, well, shoot, we're not, we're not even going to go back to that other LL Cool J type of music. We're just going to keep going with this, you know, cop killer mantra and stuff. And, and it worked. And it changed hip hop forever. That was interesting to hear. Um, but then Cube's, he's, you know, he, he's like very, he chooses his words carefully. Very he doesn't careful. come across as He catches that, so much hell for not being woke. Because yeah. remember how, remember the reaction when he actually said, I can't get Biden and Harris to call me back, but Donald Trump wants to see my plan. Yeah. And the left went ape shit on him. You didn't hear from him for like two years after that. Yep. Right. Yep. So he has to be, He it, that's the sad part is like, He's super measured in what is he what he says about it, um, but it hasn't backed down. And like you said, what what is it? He it's been 
it's fresher on your mind, but that last five minutes, he basically says something like specifically like, Hey men, it's time to man up, right? Put a stop to this crap. We all need to, he was calling out men Mm -hmm. saying, be men, put your foot down all this trans nonsense. Cramming rainbows down everybody's throats, blah 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 blah. I don't remember all the specifics. vaccines. Very anti-vax. yeah, vaccine being right, bending he, over and taking. He vaccine. turned down a nine million dollar movie role because they told him you have to get vaccinated, and he had already accepted right. the role. He was like, "I ain't doing that. Yep. Take your nine mil, right. mil and shove it up your butt." Right. Yeah, and that, that's the right. So all of the above, he was basically saying, "Men, stop taking it from all of this crap. Take a stand. Be men. Lead your families. Lead your communities. Get involved. Get engaged." That's where, and, and I told you in my, in the text, like he's very measured and very careful as, with his words, but the last five minutes is fire. Yeah. Cause Joe right. asked him, you know, you, you seem like a, he said, you're just, just summarize. You, you're a good person. You are a good role model, which is so weird. You're like thinking of this gangster rapper as being like a good role model, but he is. Cause he's not really, I'm Look not at, taking away his street yeah. cred, but he's not really a gangster rap. I'm like, he's no blood or crip. We'll put it that way. And because and he says and I and Joe's like what do you attribute all of that, the way that you are and the way you carry yourself too and he's like oh, it goes back to my pop, right? He was always there. He was always present. You know, I'm trying that to right raise there, my dude. Kids. That can't be understated because that's that shows you just how based and in the same reality as you and I that guy is. To me, that speaks volumes because it means he knows the statistics, right? Mm-hmm. He knows the statistics in the black community. Said, Not just the black community. He said, I, we all know the statistics. It doesn't matter. White community, brown community. You don't have a dad, you're probably going to jail. He knows that. doesn't matter what color you are. It's disproportionately affected the black community for the reasons that we've documented because the government has driven black men out of their homes on purpose with crappy things like, you know, tying welfare funding to whether or not there's a man in the house. But anyway, or just like here, uh, have some jail time for simple misdemeanor right. marijuana possession, or drug possessions, yeah. or pumping Kamala drugs and guns into that. inner city communities. But anyway, the fact, like, that's not a, he didn't say that because it was an epiphany he had. He said that because it's his lived experience, but also he knows, like, that's super important. And look at the way he's raised his kids, right? He's been a good dad to those kids. His son is killing it. I don't know how many he's got. I think he's got like three, right? Uh, oh, did you know? Did you realize he's been with the same woman since 1994? Yeah, because he told a story yeah. about driving around. He had just bought a new his first car. He said when he got some money, that was funny. He was like, "Yeah, I bought a Honda Accord, Camry yeah, Accord, 20 yeah. Gs. That that's all I had. So that's <laughs> what I got." <laughs> <laughs> and me and my girlfriend at the time, she's my wife now, and has been for a long time. Yeah, he's yeah. been with the same woman. Yeah, that's not very gangster. I don't even, I mean, that's not what easy street about. kid was cred and all that aside. I don't care. Like that. He's a good dude. Uh-huh. Proofs in the pudding. He's earned what he's got. I, did you realize he'd made over 40 films? Mm-mm. Holy crap. Like that blew my mind. I was like, Whoa. I mean, Friday is all time classic and I like three Kings. Yeah. I don't know what other ones he's been. In well, a movie. lot of them have been, he did that huge turn. He does all those kids flicks now, which they yeah. talked about. Right. Yeah. Which, I wish he'd have said this, but he was like, you know, Joe's like, how do you go from hardcore street gangster rap to doing these kids movies? And I wish he'd have been like, you mean how Eddie Murphy went from raw to Dr. Doodle? Mm-hmm. I grew up, I had my own kids and I decided, you know, I mean, he, he actually spun it like there's a lot of money in those movies, which is undoubtedly true. Yeah. But when you listen to the whole, the whole story there, I get the sense that the man 
himself grew out of a lot of that stuff, right? He doesn't probably because of his dad. Right. Because he had a good role model. And then he became a dad himself. And he knew the right thing to do was to be a good father for those kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lord's Prayer. I'll let you take this one. Mm. <laughs> I think this was fed to me on my iPhone. I get a note the other I know day. you, Pop me, up. you, and Mickey have another three-person text going, and we share stuff like this all the time. But then you had already sent it to me, and I was sending it back to you guys. So it was something that we were all aware of. Right. Yeah, so last week I get a note that the Anglican Church, in the, the, the Church of England, the uh, one that broke off of from Roman Catholicism when uh, King James decided that that was King James, right? King George. It was a King James Bible, but which King George says, yeah, the Bible named after him. So uh, right. I would go with that one if I had to guess. I think so. Decided it all came down to he wanted a divorce and the Pope wouldn't grant him a divorce. So he's like, well, we'll just start our own version of the Catholic Church here in England. Anyway, uh, they have an archbishop, which is a big dog. They basically, from what I can tell, have very similar, certainly the wardrobe. Did you see the picture of that guy? I did. Like it looks very Roman Catholic. I think mm -hmm. that they've maintained a lot of the pomp and circumstance and all that stuff of the old church. Cool um, hat, scepter, all that. Yeah. So it's interesting timing because I'm learning a ton right now. I've been listening to some podcasts about, well, for a couple of years, I've been listening to some podcasts hosted by Catholic priests, um, which means you're going to learn about Catholicism. Um, but here, the last few weeks i've been listening to some podcasts from some orthodox priests and they're kind of like the anglican church in that there's a lot of overlap between catholics and orthodox um but anyway so i've been learning about some of the stuff you would learn if you went through catechism and um all that type of stuff the catholic church though i just want to put this out there because i've heard it from so many non-christians pro-trans purple hair blah 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 Dude, the Catholic Church has done more to hurt Christianity than just about any other entity as far as the, the priests being rapey with altar boys. Like, they keep throwing that back out there, and I'm just like, I, I don't know what to say. You're right. Not good. There's no doubt. Oh, the guy that we went to, the guy that was in camp when we were turkey hunting. That was his main thing that he was talking about. There's no doubt. At the same time, like every character in the Bible and every tribe, and every nation, it's the yin and the yang, the chaos and the dark, you know, chaos and order, good and evil, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. In recent times, the Catholic Church has been horribly astray. It's also the primary reason that Christianity stretches the entire globe, right? Like, the original church was the Catholic Church, Roman and Eastern Orthodox, when they schismed. Right. Roman Catholicism at one point spread the gospel over the entire globe. Hmm. Right. So, I mean, we wouldn't have Protestantism if it hadn't been a group of people wanting to protest the way that the Catholics were doing it and start doing it a new way. Right. Um, and Protestants, of which you and I are both, threw the baby out with the bathwater in a lot of ways, which I'd like to get to. But getting back to my point about the Anglican Church, there's something called a synod. My point in all the background of me listening to all these different things is I've learned about what a synod is, an S-Y-N-O-D. Uh -huh. It's like synod. You know, you ever heard of yeah. this? Yeah. Yeah. It's 
it's basically like a, I don't know if it's annual necessarily. Seems like it's at least annual. These old school faiths will have these big powwows, big annual conferences where they kind of like go through doctrine and see what needs to be updated. Mm-hmm. Dogma and doctrine, I guess. And so there's a synod going on at the Anglican Church, or there was last week anyway. I don't know how long these things last. And the archbishop that I mentioned made the argument that the Lord's Prayer, or as the Catholics call it, the Our Father, because that's what it starts with, Mm -hmm. is problematic for exactly the fact that it starts with the words Our Father. Because... It's super patriarchal and uninclusive. And then some other bishop, I think she was a bishop, or I can't remember if she was an archbishop or just a bishop, but some lady bishop who's been trying to recruit more ladies into the bishopry and up into the archbishop ranks. She's saying we should eliminate gender terms from all references to God, not just in the Lord's Prayer, but in the Bible and scripture in you know services and liturgy, blah, 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 blah. Because God is genderless. God is a they, them, apparently. Mm. And it's just not inclusive enough. So you to, know that I don't interpret the Bible as literal. Like, uh, I don't 100% interpret historically. Like, I think the world is older than whatever it is, 4,000 years or whatever. Dating back to when it's supposed to be the creation story. I believe God created everything. But like you and I have talked about more on like, um, you know, what is what is time to God? Exactly. Man can't man can't comprehend millions of years and billions. God set it all yeah. Yeah, in motion. But timeless. I mean, what, well, dude, the, the even, number one point to make, for some reason there was morning and evening in each of those seven days. Yet it wasn't until day four that he put the sun in the sky in the daytime and the moon in the sky at night and actually separated day from night. Yeah. So what was day one, two, and three? If he didn't actually make what we call a day until day four. And the thing is, the very group of people who carried these stories around for thousands and thousands of years in the desert, that's how they believe. So maybe we should ask them and maybe defer to them instead of being so Western, so boxed in, literal. Do I believe, I, I interpret the New Testament as literal. I think that that is the record of, you know, from the time Christ was born and until, well, uh, Revelation. Yeah, it's a lot less poetic. <clears throat> and a yep. lot more concrete for sure but there's still a lot of but if we if the church open believes that the bible is the living breathing word of god from the old testament to the end then if god created man first and god created man in his own image then why is god not more male i i, I just how do you wrap your mind around that either does the church believe what i believe that maybe it's not a hundred percent literal in the Old Testament. Yeah, what I mean, does the church believe. Like I thought, the the church believed the opposite, and I'm sure different, you know, denom- denominations believe different things. But I think that the Catholic Church believes the Bible is literal. Well, keep in mind that was the Anglicans, but this this Pope that the Catholics have nowadays is probably not far behind him. He is, uh, yeah, the Anglicans. Not good. He's bad, bad Pope. Yeah. I got a bad Pope. Um, I mean, there's so many layers to how problematic this is. I, I just used his word, but what a big deal all this is, right? 
where it boils down to me is the Lord's Prayer are the words of Jesus Christ himself when he was asked to tell the disciples how to pray. He said, pray like this, Mm -hmm. right? So to your point, they're either saying, which was the challenge from somebody in that article back to the archbishop, which was like, so you're saying Jesus was wrong? What are you getting at, sir? I thought God was infallible. Are we changing scripture to fit our modern day BS, lost, chaotic, demonic worldview? Or are you saying that maybe some monks who were looking to create some sort of patriarchal system took a lot of liberty when they wrote those words in the first place and that maybe it wasn't actually like what is what's your what's your doctrinal scriptural basis for changing the very words of Jesus Christ? That's what I would love to hear that fat son of a bitch and look up the article. He's a tubby that dude. Oh, I've seen him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He looks you know, my like, kids have said my kids know the have known the Lord's Prayer since they were three years old. Yeah. Verbatim. Dude. But I feel the need to clarify, since I did just call an archbishop a fat son of a bitch. I only say that because he looks to me like a man with zero discipline in his life. He's a glutton. He's clearly committing on a daily basis one of the seven deadly sins. And he's sitting there telling us we should be changing the words of Jesus Christ in the prayer he taught us to pray. Uh, no, sir. No. Um, it's not good. No, but I don't know. I don't see how you can take the words of Jesus Christ and manipulate them. Right. In any way other than what he said. Yeah. So I sent it to my mom. Uh, same day, I think I sent it to y'all, which is simply a question. So what do you think of this? And her response was, I think that God doesn't care one bit how I refer to, I actually have to look it up real quick because I don't remember if she actually used the word him in the text or not. My thoughts are that God doesn't care how we address God as long as we are in agreement that it was God who created them, male and female, in God's own image. God is spirit and truth. Um, well, that brings up another thing about the whole, just just what your mom just said, like, <laughs> male and female, he created them. One of each. Mm-hmm. There's no, I'm sorry, if you're, oh, well, yeah. if you're a Christian, you right there is full stop there's only two genders well okay so what i i only brought that up because i'll grant the point that god if both were made in god's image there is a there i've heard i've heard theologians that i trust and respect and i believe this to be true god has a masculine set of virtues and a feminine set he's both right He, he is in some ways because he's everything. He's in all of us. He's in all of creation. He uh, created both the chaos and the or- the order that he brought from it, right? Um he's really I would say without gender because he's all encompassing. He is the alpha and the omega, right? Mm. So I don't disagree with the premise she was getting at there, and I don't think in your personal relationship and how you pray to God that he 
if you're doing a prayer that's off, you know, that's, that's not a scripted prayer. I don't think he cares that much. If you refer to him as God, if you, you know, specifically, I think you should pray to Jesus. If you're a Christian routinely creator, um, father, savior, right. whatever, God, Lord, creator, father. Right. But what she did in her response was totally dance around the question she knew I was asking, which was, what do you think about what they're doing here? So I responded and said, so you're totally cool with an arch with, with clergy changing the very words, not just of scripture, but of Jesus himself when he taught us how to pray. And she said, I don't think that I said that, but you didn't answer the question. Right. So here's the, that's what I like. That's the, that's the modern worldly mindset at work, right? She dodged what she knew to be wrong to make a point that wasn't relevant. And then when I pressed her on the point that I wanted her to address, she wouldn't say that she said, she, she, she said, I didn't, I don't think that I said that, but wouldn't commit to saying flat out. Yeah, no, they're wrong. And they shouldn't be doing that. So she knows in her heart that they're not supposed to do that, but she wants to live in this. Here's the thought that it brought up for me. And this is, the most important part. And if this is the last thing on the run sheet, it's probably a good place to end it. it My isn't, but Lord above, I hope that people sweat it out, wait it out that damn Hunter Biden nonsense to get to this. Cause this is, I think this is important. It occurred to me after her response, sweat it out. Speaking of global temps, if you still want to get to that or we can, Oh, we that. do need to get to that. Okay. So yeah, it occurred to me that, I mentioned this a minute ago that Protestants, I believe, have thrown the ba baby out with the bathwater. And the first time I said that, the first when I first started saying that, one of the things I meant was I grew up Methodist, right? We didn't talk extensive. We, I don't remember ever learning about what the Holy Spirit was all about. I remember praying to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, right? But we didn't talk about miracles. We didn't talk about demons. We didn't talk about angels. None of that stuff, right? So I was having a talk with some of the men from my life. I grew group. up very different in Southern Baptist culture. For sure. So it's not all Protestantism, for sure. It's not all Protestants. There is the hardcore, um, what are you, charismatic variants of, of Protestantism, Church of Christ type stuff where everybody's speaking in tongues, right? And then there's the Methodist style, which is as sterilized, at least the one I grew up in, as sterilized as it could have been, right? And kind of all points in between. You don't see in Catholic churches or Eastern Orthodox churches a complete void of the idea of spiritual warfare, right? That's baked into the cake. Those people are taught that at a very young age. It wasn't until the last three or four years of my life that I truly became aware of the fact that the spirit realm, not that I didn't believe that my soul was going somewhere and all that, but the whole idea that like we're being influenced all the time by good and evil spirits and all that sort of stuff, like I didn't have a foundation for that, right? So when I first started saying that Protestants have thrown the baby out with the bathwater, some of them, that's kind of what I was getting at, was we've detached ourselves from the, the spiritual part, which is the part, like, that is the thing, right? Like, when you read Acts, when you read all the work that the apostles did after Jesus came, it was all about the Holy Spirit working through them, right? So that's, like, mm -hmm. super important. Plus, if you're going to ask people to believe that a virgin had a baby and then, a, then that baby died and was resurrected after three days. But all the other stuff you're not willing to even acknowledge is real. 
you're really asking them to jump way out on a limb if they're going to live in a totally materialist world, meaning Marxist materialism, meaning there's energy and matter and that's it. And there is no such thing as spirit except for these two miracles. That's a tough sell, right? Yeah. But in this exchange with my mom and the way she phrased it, right, about a personal relationship, one thing were the Southern Baptists big on the whole personal relationship with Jesus Christ? Oh, yeah. Our right. church, massive. And my parents, right. too. Even outside of church, my parents were instrumental in that. I think that's uniform throughout Protestantism, and I'm not challenging it. It's crucial. Every one of us has to have our own personal relationship with our Creator, with the Son and the Holy Spirit, right? Mm-hmm. But where Protestantism has gone, gone awry is they look at all of the pomp and circumstance, and they look at the praying to veneration of saints. They're not praying to the saints. They're praying for the saints to pray for them, right? That's an important distinction. Mm-hmm. The, Hail, the Hail Mary is a request that Mary pray for you. And people will say, well, you don't have to do that because you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And I'm like, how is that any different than sending my buddy Cable a text and saying, hey, dude, we have some stuff going on. I need some prayers. Right. We always recruit others to intercede on our behalf, right? That's what the Catholics are doing when they're praying to saints. Just learning about saints, right? You want to learn how to be a good Christian. Look at the sacrifices in life, in this world that saints made in order to better understand how maybe you could use the gifts and skills you've given, given God has given you to serve him in this kingdom, right? We don't get any of that crap. All we get for the most part in Protestantism is, I shouldn't call it crap, any of that super important stuff. (laughs) All we get in Protestantism is, all you need is a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's all you need, right? All of that dogma, all of that ritual. As much as growing up with the teaching that it's all about the personal relationship with Jesus Christ was ingrained into every part of me from a young age it was completely void of any teachings of the saints because i think i think certainly the southern baptist church was like trying probably forever had been trying to distance from catholicism they probably consider that idolatry yeah i would i think i don't know that i've ever heard a protestant preacher say that but i would imagine there's at least some corners of protestantism that call the idea of saints idolatry Right. But if you look at the Old Testament, we know the names of Abraham and Moses and Isaac and Jacob. Right. On and on and on and on. These were people who were lifted up. Jesus spoke of them. Right. When he went up for the transfiguration on the Mount of Olives, it was Moses and Isaiah. Right. Or Elijah. Moses and Elijah Elijah. who met him there. Right. So this faith, including with Jesus himself, has always venerated it's patriarchies and matriarchy, right? With Rebecca and Sarah and on and on and on, right? So we've thrown all that out in favor of this personal relationship with Jesus Christ at the complete abandonment of all of this history, right? And understanding of how to try to do that in the real world, right? And, you know, hey, I don't see anything wrong with praying to Archangel Michael for protection in battle because He's mentioned in the book, right? He's the chief warrior. In fact, there's some theology that says that he and Jesus are actually the same. But anyway, um, 
very least not praying not praying uh, to him praying for his praying for his intercession i shouldn't say praying to him Uh praying for his intercession which is what the prayer to saint michael also is but getting back to so so what i'm getting at is dude is that we we have become very fond in my and i used to say this man very fond in modern society among the among the the believers right the church writ large and this idea that oh you know spirituality is good and the bible is good and your personal relationship with jesus is good but religion is kind of bad religion is this you know tool of oppression religion i mean you hear conservatives saying like ah you know religion has gone and don't get me wrong it has like we already talked about with catholicism right yeah religion has had but what religion does is it unifies a body around a certain set of principles and basics right and when you go too far into the whole idea of like everybody just gets to have their own personal relationship with Jesus and you don't need any of that, that's like exactly the same as saying, I'm going to speak my truth. Yeah, I buy that. Is it not? It is. It's like the same exact thing, right? And so that's how you, that to me, that's how we've been absorbed and eaten by this woke monster. And it, it, you know, like religion, it's so funny because I'm anti-communist, right? But I also believe in the idea of community, right? You need a society organized around a certain set of principles. And if you're Catholic or you're Eastern Orthodox or any other faith that has some sort of bedrock practices that you really have to abide by in order to really call yourself a practicing person beyond just praying, that being all, then you're part of a community and you're getting better for it. Right. And again, that's not a condemnation of every Protestant church. I go to one. Yeah. Right. But, I go to Methodist now because it was like a Southern Baptist. My wife was Catholic. We met in the middle. Go to Methodist church. Yeah. Mine's non-denominational. It's a Bible church. Every single day we talk about the Bible, even the parts that nobody wants to have to listen to or hear about. Right. So, yeah. Anyway. We don't shy away too far from gifts of the spirit and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. I think that, uh, that's actually a good place to wrap it up. We'll, we'll touch on the other two, uh, things, uh, global. Last week was not the hottest two days in the history of the world. We can just say that. And sound of freedom. Yes. We're going to do sound of freedom and global temps off the top for the next episode. So y'all, uh, check that one out next week which uh we'll try to make it happen we will we'll make a show happen that's going to do it for episode 132 of justified pursuit for chisholm cook i'm cable smith we'll see you guys next week i glitched (laughs) all right well put on the full armor of god amen she wants to dance Get up and take a chance She's right there waiting on you To do a cowboy thing